3: I'm beginning to smell a big, fat, conny Red. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you and the time is now. Boy, time for Like It Matters Radio, but it's also time to do a self-inventory. Man, you know, when things are falling apart all around you, leaders rise to the challenge. You know, leaders don't shriek and fall back when things get tough. They step into it. They step into it, they step into the pressure, they step into the spotlight. Uh, And you know, uh, today um, I'm going to talk about something we've been talking about, a little different angle. Today we're going to talk about evidence that demands a verdict. You know, I'm an etymologist by trade. I love words. Words have meaning. The right word at the right time will change someone's life. And the wrong word at the right time, if someone allows it, will destroy them. And some of us know those experiences very well. But words have power. Matter of fact, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The right word at the right time will change someone's life. And we live in a time where we're all speaking a similar language. Peace, justice, prosperity, patriotism, whatever words you want to use. But anybody notice, we seem to have a multiplicity... Of dictionaries, boy, and are they different right? They're as different as the the dictionary that was printed in 1869 versus the one that Marion Webster, that progressive liberal dictionary, changes on a daily basis depending on their uh, democratic counterparts right and so words have meaning, and you know the right word can only change someone's life, but the right word can give meaning to someone's life. See, we have a tendency to throw words around without supporting our words with appropriate actions, and a leader chooses his or her words effectively and makes those words come to life by following through and by following up. And so today, I want to talk about evidence that demands a verdict. You know there's a saying out there that if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it acts like a duck. <laughs> Yeah, pretty sure. Survey says it's a duck, right? Well, I gotta tell you, John and I were talking to my producer before we got live on the air, and like, wow, this whole situation in Ukraine is really showing people for who they really are. Because until you have a real life comparison, it's pretty easy to put flowery words out there. You know, it's stunning. And whether you agree or disagree with Ukraine or or Russia, whether you like Putin—I always want to call Putin—but Putin or Zelensky, uh, you got to see out there that the world is seeing what heroes look like, and the world is also hearing and seeing what heroes sound like, but don't look like. And to me. Today, we're going to talk about evidence that demands a verdict. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck, right? We can see that, but let's translate that now into something else. This word called hero. You know, I've been talking about this lately because we like to throw it around, right? Uh, we We have now American idols, right? We worship people. We worship people. We worship things. We destroy statues. We want to wipe out the past, but yet... We're kind of lost, if you think about it. We, we've lost our way. We've lost what values, what matters. We've lost the courage to stand up uh, to a populace that's being pulled astray. We've, we've lost the courage to do what needs to be done, even when it's not popular. And I love the quote by Teddy Roosevelt. And he talked about courage. He says, it's not the who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory. And last week we talked about holding out for a hero. And we're waiting for somebody else to step up. But what if that hero's you? You know, there's an application out there. Lots of jobs not being fulfilled today, not being applied for. And can I tell you, I think one of the greatest jobs that's not being filled today is called hero. We need some heroes. And one thing you got to say, and I'm going to take a look at that set called Hero. What are, what are those qualities? And think about this. First of all, a hero has to be in the field of play, right? Right. A, a hero can't be on the sidelines, right? They must be in the arena. That's what I love about Teddy Roosevelt's quote on, on courage, on character. The credit belongs to the person who is in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly and who errs and comes up short again. See, they're not successful all the time. They don't get the outcome they want all the time. They can't control everything all the time. But what they can do is control themselves. And so today I'm going to share with you a couple different articles. I'm going to go through what I believe are some characteristics of hero. Because, again, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it must be a duck. If it walks like a hero, acts like a hero, talks like a hero, performs like a hero, then guess what? It must be a hero. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you did a big old circle on a piece of paper and you put in that, that's a set called leaders. I'm going to tell you right now. The set of heroes would not be inside that set of leaders. It would be the circle of leaders Inside the set of heroes. See, not all leaders are heroes. Hitler was a great leader. I wouldn't call him a hero. He's a, He was evil. He m- slaughtered millions of people personally responsible and caused millions of others to get slaughtered. He was evil. But he was a leader. Oh, absolutely. Terrible leader. And I mean that in the both ways. Terrible meaning he had a great impact. Right? Ivan the Terrible. Uh, Catherine the Terrible, right? And he was also led people down the wrong path. Because God says there's two paths. One's wide. A lot of people are on it. They're having a lot of fun. It's leading to destruction. Seems like the path that America's on. But he said, God said there's another path. It's narrow. Very few are on it. It's lonely. Very few will find it. He said, find that one. And today, I think you look at two different paths. You see America on one path, this wide path, becoming like the world. And then you see the small little former Soviet Republic of Ukraine on this narrow path, standing on their own. It shows you the difference between leadership and heroes. President Biden said, hey, Zelensky, we'll get you out of there. Come out of there. Get you out of there. You're going to be killed. Get you out of there. You can Come on, run man. this from afar. And Zelensky said No. I don't need a ride, Joe. Not gonna do it. I need some help. I need some weapons. I need some heroes. And let me suggest that what we need in America, what we need in our families, what we need in our corporations, what we need in our NFL and our NBA, what we need is some heroes. And I'm gonna ask you right now: Are you willing to step up and act as if you are that hero? I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back.
0: Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of their women.
1: If today were your last day on the planet, would you say you've been the person you were put here to be? As a business professional, do you feel that you have the difference that it takes to make a difference? You're invited to reignite your passion at Like It Matters Leadership Awakening with Mr. Scott Black. 48 Hours That Will Transform You, March 31st through April 2nd in Minneapolis. Everything you have ever read, believed, or thought about leadership will come alive in this two-and-a-half-day intense journey. Mr. Black will help you discover the best possible you and how to not only reach but go beyond your potential. If you're a leader or have a desire to lead, this course is a must for you. Class size is intentionally small, and it fills quickly. Go to likeitmatters.net and see what others have experienced click on schedule to register mr black's like it matters leadership awakening march 31st through april 2nd in minneapolis log on to like and click on schedule LikeitMatters.net.
0: sightseeing in paris at the mall in bloomington or on horseback in dallas we're where you are listen to freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app Hi, I'm Ben Hageman. I own American Pressure with my brother. Being family owned and operated has allowed us to be very nimble and plan for demand and growth. Yes, we have machines and accessories on the shelf with more arriving every day. We focus on delivering value by offering a full range of pressure washers and steam cleaners, and we are looking forward to taking care of our customers for years to come. Give us a call at 763-521-4442. American pressure. Pressure.
3: Pressure.
2: With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com.
0: Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings,
2: followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If
0: you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 31st through April 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net.
2: The dude minds. This will not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. Commence
0: firing. Fire, fire will.
3: <laughs> Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, application. See, that's my producer's job. He makes me laugh, and so hopefully if he makes me laugh, he makes you laugh, because <laughs> what we deal with is pretty serious stuff. You know, we're dealing with the the reality of war, the reality of life and death. You know, planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. You know, but this has going been going on for a long time, long before um, Russia had its eyes on um, Ukraine. And long before uh, Biden chose not to do anything to help that country. Uh, and, yeah, the Budaport, there's an agreement called the Budapest Agreement in 1994. A lot of people don't know this. Ukraine and nuclear weapons. They gave up their nuclear weapons, and part of the agreement was between Russia, uh, Britain, U.S., and for some reason Ireland. I don't know why Ireland's in there, Northern Ireland. I guess it's because of the, the whole battle they were having in England. Uh, but uh, we're basically said if tactile they would give up their nuclear weapons, and it wasn't that America would defend them if they were attacked. But, however – If their uh, tactical weapons were used on nuclear weapons, then we would have to come to their aid. See, they got up their nuclear weapons because the world wanted to give them up. But they wanted to keep them for their security, knowing that Russia or somebody else would not attack them if they had nuclear weapons. But because of us wanting security and making sure not that many people have nuclear bombs, we convinced Ukraine to give up their nuclear weapons as a deterrent. Uh, And now they're in the situation that they're in right now. Not a joke. Guarantee if if they had a nuclear weapon, uh, Russia would not be invading them because Russia's threatening to use nuclear weapons. Well, they said, well, we got some too. And so, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about the reality, you know, and uh, I deal all over the world. You know, I got three orphanages in Africa. Uh, that I'm working to support, you know two of them are losing their places where their kids stay uh, All three of them can't feed their kids we had to bring water I got to build three thousand dollars to build a restroom a bathroom for one of the villages another village I guess raise four thousand dollars because they're getting kicked out of their home and they got they rent six uh, uh, Little little bungalows for their kids And so this going on all over and this is what I do. We don't just help people in America. We help people all over the world we got uh, almost 200 people that we help uh, in Africa, whether it be Gambia or Uganda. Uh, I told you about in India. We support a good friend of ours, Richard. And Richard is, he does the fingerprinting, the brain mapping with me. And Richard, I reached out to him the other day, and I said, uh, how are you holding up? And he said, uh, hey, brother, God gives us a day-to-day to live. He said, quote, our brain mapping has stopped completely. Many families are living hand-to-mouth, surviving. He said, "I'm digging into the savings I have till at last it's almost gone. Economic conditions are terrible. Schools are offline still. No, no kids are going to school. Intellect assessments are not priorities anymore. I uh, leave it Lord to decide my every day. Now we have one meal daily. It's all we can afford. It's all our routine." He said God bless you and your, your God bless you, brother, for all the good deeds you are doing in this world. I do listen to your radio program, which gives me hope and faith for a better tomorrow. And this is in India, and so right off the bat, we uh, and my wife supported me. In this we sent him two hundred bucks, so we don't have a lot right now. But here's two hundred bucks. He was almost in tears. And this morning we sent out almost five hundred dollars to our three the place in Africa. The problem is each one of them needs a minimum of five hundred, and so. This is my point. In Ukraine, do you know what's not going on right now? There are no Making Marriages Better seminars in Ukraine right now. Tony Robbins isn't there pumping up 1,000 people at $2,000 a person to have them live their best life now.
1: Not going to do it.
3: You know, there's no one going to sales training in Ukraine. There's no one at the gym right now in the Ukraine. There's no one worshipping their body and their girlfriend. That's not going on in Ukraine. You know what they're doing in Ukraine? They're surviving. They're holding out for a hero. And I think it's so powerful to see the comparison between our leader, Joe Biden, who can barely put two sentences together, and this Zelensky. Now, I'm not a big fan of Zelenskys. I, I think there's a lot of corruption in Ukraine. But no one deserves to be attacked like they are being. No one deserves to be put through what they're going through. There's a lot of people around this world I don't agree with. That doesn't mean they should be condemned. That doesn't mean just because you and I disagree doesn't mean we can't get along. Just because you and I might have a difference of opinion in God doesn't mean we can't be friendly to each other. Just because you have totally be- different beliefs than I do doesn't mean that I want terrible things to happen to you. See? And if you look at our heroes, what we call heroes in America Day, we call the NFL players heroes and baseball players and football. These are multi; these are millionaire victims, millionaire victims. And it's stunning that we call them heroes. But I see this uh, article here: Siege of Kiev begins. Mayor sends a defiant reminder to Russians. And when asked during an interview about evacuation plans, Kiev Mayor Vitali Klitschko. My name might sound familiar. I think I'm saying it right. Remember, he was the heavyweight champion in the world. We talk about all these brave men and women, all these ball players, all these swimmers, all those people that go to the Olympics and mock America, right? But here's a guy who used to be the heavyweight champion in the world who's now the mayor of a city in Ukraine who could have easily got out, has the money to get out, has the fame to get out. But he's in battle gear, and he's got a machine gun, and he got a president who was allowed to get out of there, who Biden wanted to pull him out, kinda like he pulled out the people out of Afghanistan, right? And he said, no, I'm here to fight. He said, we don't need you to get me out of here. We need your weapons. We need your help. But notice how we back out, run away every chance we get. It's just sad. This should make us look again. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that leaders, not all leaders, are heroes. But I'm going to suggest that all heroes are leaders. Remember, the essence of leadership is to move people. If you're a good leader, you're able to move people. You're able to get people on board. This is my forte. This is what I teach is leadership training. What I've done for 30 years, go to likeitmatters.net. I've trained Coca-Cola, Kraft Foods. Uh, I've been paid $50,000 to show up, uh, to open my mouth. I'm just, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to leadership. And today I want to share with you some traits of what says what are some qualities of a leader because we need evidence that demands a verdict, right? And there's this article I got from a ConsciousRethink.com. Great article. But this is the ending of the article, and I want to share it with you first because I think it's apropos. And it says, final words, quote, most of us will never be true heroes, an honest-to-goodness real-life hero. We certainly won't be hero folklore and legend. Most of us will simply live pretty normal lives. Lives that make me happy, may be happy, exciting, wonderful, and blessed. But not heroic in any classic sense. That's fine, we'll get over it. But just because we can't be true heroes, doesn't mean we can't be little heroes in small ways. Every day, seek out your own personal inner hero. We'll probably always need heroes. We'll probably always need people to look up to who do things that neither we nor most others were able to do, or maybe they just never had the opportunity. No matter. We can all exercise our hero muscles on a small scale, and we should. So let's get on it, shall we? In the meantime, maybe we can agree to stop the hero hype. Let's honor true heroes and stop bestowing hero status and the name hero on those who are more ordinary than heroic. Stop it! I heard it put something like this. Let's strive to bring ourselves up to heroic levels rather than alter the definition of hero so we all qualify. And isn't that really what America's become today? We lower the standards. We now have one standard for black people and one standard for everybody else, right? Because the left, progressives, think that black people can't do it on their own. I think that black people don't have IDs and black people love crime and black people hate cops and black people want their abortions on demand and black people don't want to speak English because that's white race supremacy and black people don't. I mean, do you hear it? The last sentence of this is so powerful. I heard it put something like this, quote, let's strive to bring ourselves up to a heroic level rather than alter the definition of hero so that everybody's a hero. It's like if everybody's a racist that doesn't agree with you, then racism has no definition anymore, has no value anymore. If everything's racist because you don't like it, then what does that word mean? You see how we dilute words when we throw around hero to everybody, to a Uh, octogenarian who can't even string two sentences together that somehow because of COVID and fear and a hatred of Donald Trump that was programmed for four years, whether you like the guy or not, it's true. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time to step up. What are leaders of impact going to do? That's what a hero is. A hero is a leader that makes a positive impact when others won't. And after the break, I want to go to the six L's of leader impact. A guy by the name of Steve Morgan. But more importantly, I'm going to share with you four plus one C's of leadership. Because I believe that there's a dynamic duo. Yeah, I know Batman and Robin. We're talking about heroes, right? But I'm going to tell you the dynamic duo is not Batman and Robin. It's not Spider-Man and Iceman. It's not Superman and Wonder Woman. I'm going to suggest that the dynamic duo of leadership The dynamic duo of heroship is trust and commitment. See, trust and commitment go hand in hand. If someone can't trust you, then how can they commit to you? And if someone doesn't believe that you're committed to them, how can they trust you? And I'm going to suggest that that is the launching point for anybody you want to even consider a hero. (laughs) They've got to have that dynamic duo. They've got to have trust that without a doubt, you know, you can trust that they're going to do what they say they're going to do, be what they say they're going to be, and commitment that no matter how tough things get, no matter how dirty things get, that that person is in the arena as a face that's marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs again and again, but still keeps going.
4: Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. The basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com.
2: New message. Hey, girlfriend. It's Carol from jury duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin.
0: When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year.
2: Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. (laughs) Oh, Seriously, let's ride on your boat.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states.
1: If today were your last day on the planet, could you say you've been the person you were put here to be? As a business professional, you feel that you have the difference that it takes to make a difference? You're invited to reignite your passion at Like It Matters Leadership Awakening with Mr. Scott Black. 48 hours that will transform you, March 31st through April 2nd in Minneapolis. Everything you have ever read, believed, or thought about leadership will come alive in this two-and-a-half-day intense journey. Mr. Black will help you discover the best possible you and how to not only reach but go beyond your potential. If you're a leader or have a desire to lead, this course is a must for you. Class size is intentionally small, and it fills quickly. Go to likeitmatters.net and see what others have experienced. Click on Schedule to register. Mr. Black's Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, March 31st through April 2nd in Minneapolis. Log on to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule like it matters.net
3: what we do in life echoes in eternity Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. this is black and you are back to being under construction boy it doesn't get any more real than war right war seems to kind of bring everybody's reality back into perspective Planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. We are not guaranteed a tomorrow. The only thing that we have is the now moment. I've taught this for 30 years. I believe it. Planes crash and people die. Healthy people have heart attacks. 16-year-old kids in Texas at the buzzer shoot the winning basket, and then they collapse on the floor and never get up again. People got on airplanes September 11, 2001, left them, uh, said goodbye to their spouse, their family, said, I'll call you when I land. And they never called. But some did call mid-flight. And they said, listen, we've been hijacked. We're going to take down the plane. I love you. I'll see you on the other side. See, it is in those times that we see true heroeship. And so I want you to see that if we take a – because I'm a leadership trainer. It's my forte, leaders. And I really want to make this point. Not all leaders are heroes. But all heroes are heroes. I believe, are in that set called leaders, because the key with leadership is we move people. Leadership's about moving people in a direction, preferably positive, preferably something that has the better bit of mankind and themselves in it, but that's really the essence of leadership. It moves people. It gets people going in a certain direction, and so yeah, yeah i believe that if as a leader if you're a good leader if you're an honest leader you have trust and commitment then you set yourself up to be in the position to become a hero and so i want to let you know what uh, somewhat different people think so i got this one piece that said, six l's of a leader's impact and I like this. For a long time, this guy's Steve Morgan. He's a global leadership development uh with his wife. Uh, again, they brag about we have a master's in global leadership together, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. And he talks about the five L's of living well. Uh, and then he converted it to the six L's of a leader's impact. Uh, the first five, and then he adds the sixth one, which the sixth one's okay, but not a requirement. So he says, Live well. What's the difference between happy people and unhappy people? Of course. It may be very obvious. Happy people are happy while unhappy people are unhappy, right? So what's the difference? They live well, they're saying. So he says live well. He says love deeply. One way for leaders to express love is by believing in others. Lead courageously, right? Uh, Creating clarity in our organizations. require courageous leadership. Uh, Learning continuously. Leaving a legacy. I mean, this is fluff. And this is what the world sells out there. This is what brought us Biden as president because, right, anybody can be president, and at least it's not that orange guy. And we've been programmed by the deep state and by state-run media. I mean, we have no moral authority over Russia. What Russia's doing in Ukraine is wrong. Don't get me wrong. But we've done it in many countries. We don't follow after God anymore. We mock God. We don't – A man's not even called a man. I mean, we've got men now breaking all the – in women's sports, right, abortion on demand. Uh, right now, if you're a black person, we have no standards for you because we want to lower the bar. Because progressives think that black people can't do anything on their own. They need a white man to do anything. So, but that seems to be the standard. It seems to be okay. But I think this is a lot of fluff. There's a lot of fluff. I believe that there are characteristics of leadership. I call them the four plus one C's of leadership. This is real leadership. It's not fluff. It's not something to sell a book. I'm not good at marketing. I'm just good at changing lives. I'm good at that condition called the human condition. I'm good at taking uh, how your body works because it's a machine and then teaching you how your mind runs the machine because the battles in the mind. And then we have to deal with the spiritual aspect because I promise you, whether Ukrainians believe in God or not, I guarantee you, there's a lot of Ukrainians right now praying to God. Oh, I guarantee you. It's jailhouse religion. Boy, when you got nowhere else to turn, when you have no hope, boy, sometimes you start seeking out an unnamed God, it's an unknown thing. God. Yeah, because, you know, if you were to see me on a busy street and call out, to want to get my attention, hey, dude, wouldn't it get my attention. But hey, Mr. Black, or hey, Scott, that might get my attention. There's a lot of people calling out for help. But do you know God's name to call him directly so that you get his attention? His name's Yahweh. His name's Adonai. It's El Shaddai. It's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Sid canoe, Jehovah, right? That's who he is. And so there are four plus one C's of leadership. And if you're going to be a hero, first, you got to be a leader. Don't you get it? That's the whole point. Because not every leader is a hero. The, right, one's inside the other one, but that's not the one, right way. you got to turn around. All heroes are inside this set called leaders. Because you need to be out there leading people, impacting people, reaching out, making a difference with people. To even get on the avenue that takes you to the road where you can be a hero. And so the first word on this sheet of four plus one C's of leadership, I've taught this for 30 years, is commitment. Commitment is all about trust. This is where I say the dynamic duo is commitment and trust. See, commitment's about trust. If your team members can't trust you, will they follow you? Leaders have to push through tough situations. Most people pull back when they hit resistance. Most people, like the people in the White House right now, they rule by committee. Right now, all that matters is pleasing the progressive base. It doesn't matter what a conservative thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If Joe Biden and his crew is going to get reelected and maintain their power, one-party rule, then they have to please the progressives because without the progressives, they can't win anything. And so that's why you got the woman on the Supreme Court of the three. She's the most progressive. She's basically a politician in robe. She believes in making laws from the bench. How dare you! And so you? that's what we're doing. that. So commitments about trust. If people can't trust you, how they can can they commit to you? And if people aren't committed to you, how can you trust them? Why does this matter? Because you're ready for this. This was. Monday, 20th January. A growing sense of inequality is undermining trust in both society's institution and capitalism, according to a long-running global survey. In other words, here's what it says. People no longer believe that working hard will lead to a better life. Did you hear that?
4: I do not want to believe that.
3: We've now seen in this country that the way to get famous is to be a victim. Right? I mean, look at George Floyd's family. Look at all these people now. It's very well known. If you're if you have black skin, and you can get killed by a cop, your family is going to get millions of dollars.
1: One of the ways you get street cred is
3: victimhood. Yeah. So if you can claim a victim, right? Like Leah taught Leah that 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 guy who's now swimming as a girl, and everybody's got he's a victim, right? Yeah, he's a victim. Poor guy. He was only number five hundred in men's sports in college, and so that just wasn't fair. And so he was gonna now become a pretend he's a girl, and so then he could wake all the records and get all these nice trophies and be number one or next to number two. You know what his biggest competition is? Other men who are pretending to be women. There are other women, There are other men pretending to be women. What? It's just fascinating. So people no longer believe hard work will lead to a better life. So people can't trust how can they commit? And again, we're, some of you are really want to trust uh, the government. Oh, my God, 11 crazy things people used to think were healthy. Do you know we used to think that radioactive drinks were healthy? Yeah, in the early 1900s, people believed that radioactivity was good for you. What? Radio, yeah, radioactive items were sold, including radium pendants for rheumatism, uranium blankets for arthritis, anti-aging radioactive cosmetics, radioactive water. Oops. Absolutely. Shark cartilage. I remember this. I, I was with the network market company, shark cartilage, you know, told that sharks never get cancer. And that's not true at all. They actually showed a lot, but they were a big deal on shark cartilage. And now there's all this research coming out. The idea of a sharks not getting cancer is also wrong as there have been at least 42 cases on record of sharks with tumors. But what they would say, since sharks don't get that, this is good for you. I remember I was in a network market company. How about this? Heroin cough suppressants, right? Heroin cough suppressant, developed by Bayer Laboratories in 1898, yeah, discontinued, 1910, when the addictive properties of the drug were determined to be higher than originally thought. And so the U.S. outlawed the production of heroin in 1924. How about bloodletting? Bloodletting was a medical procedure to help alleviate people of a number of ailments, pneumonia, fevers, back pain, rheumatism. How about mercury? Remember all our caps and fillings with mercury? In the 1500s, mercury was used in the treatment of syphilis. Yeah. How about tobacco? I can show you pictures from the 60s and 70s, pregnant women uh, smoking that we were told it was good for us. It was good. No problem. They would actually do tobacco enemas, believe it or not. Tobacco enemas, yeah. Gross. Uh, Between the 17th and 19th century, right? Well, I'll tell you what, it's better to put it in that end than in your mouth, to be honest with you. Nothing personal. Lobotomies. The lobotomy was first performed in humans in 1890s. The procedure was thought to be a cure for mental illness. Yep. LSD therapy. The 50s and 60s. Studies in LSD. How about tapeworms? The idea was that tapeworms are a parasite and feed off the foods that you eat. This means your calories would be split between you and the tapeworm. Cocaine. Man, remember, you should read the original books. I got them from the 1800s and 1900s, where, where Coca-Cola was a wonder drug, right? It could cure everything. It was made with real cocaine. <laughs> and long before drug cartels, crack wars, and TV shows about addiction, cocaine was promoted as a wonder drug. Sold as cure-all and praised by some of the greatest minds in medical history, Sigmund Freud, uh, pioneering surgeon William Halstead, Ford even wrote to his wife about the miracle drug. I take very small doses of it regularly against depression, against indigestion, with the most brilliant success. And so we're having a trust issue in this country because we've been lied to enough. And for the last two years, we've been lied to. It's not been real science. It's been political science. And so there's a commitment issue going on. And without commitment, you can't be a hero. I'm Black. Today we're talking about the dynamic duo of trust and commitment. We'll be right back. Hoo-ah!
0: Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've
2: struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained
0: from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 31st through April 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
4: What's under your shoes? Dirty carpet? dull tile? Let CleanSpace sharpen your image and protect your large flooring investment with our 40 years of commercial floor cleaning experience. Visit cleanspacemn.com. That's cleanspacemn.com. Search for cleanspacemn.com.
2: Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening.
1: For probably two thirds of my program that i've been through i mean in 48 hours of leadership training in your program it was just it was dynamic it was intense it was powerful you know it was it was amazing it was amazing
2: leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net schedule for the next leadership awakening
1: i feel all dead inside i'm back up in a dark corner and I don't know who's hitting me. Give him an enema. An enema? Yes. You'll give him a feeling of accomplishment.
3: <laughs> That's one thing he will do. I am Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Today we're talking about dynamic duo. We're talking about heroes. We're talking about leadership. We're talking about life. This is your hour of power. And you want to talk about life? Get your butt in leadership awakening. Become the best version of yourself. Become the hero that your family needs. Become the hero that our country needs. Become the hero that your company needs. That's what this is about. And so the class, we have a class Thursday. It's closed. It's overbooked at 16 people. Uh, our next class, our first one in two years in Minneapolis, right is on. March 31st through April 2nd. Uh, man, we're, we're getting people signed up. I think we had uh, three people sign up yesterday. We only allowed 12 people in there, so let's get those going. Uh, and you will become the hero that you were intended to be you're going to learn how to overcome you're going to learn how to pick yourself up dust yourself off and hit again you're going to learn how to face fear and push through it you're going to learn how to be all you can be in a chaotic situation just like what's happening in ukraine and you couldn't see a bigger difference in leadership by looking at our uh, octogenarian president I know he's not He's like 78 or something Going on 112 I mean oh my gosh His age is way beyond What his years are on this planet Man living off the government For 50 years Doesn't seem like it did Joe Biden too good You know uh, But hey You know It's about finding out Who we are as a person and You, you know, ain't times, Yeah we find out Who we are in the tough times We find out who we are In the tough times So what does it take To be a leader Well I'm talking about the Four plus one C's of leadership It's commitment, and commitment is all about trust, and we we can't trust our government. I mean, right now, we should be upping up our energy production because Joe Biden is so sold out to progressives. we, We were the number one producer in energy a year and two months ago. And now we're in a crisis. Russia is the number one exporter of oil and gas. Russia is the number three producer of oil and gas. And now they're a pariah. And they give the world their gas. You don't think that they're gonna, it's going to get terrible? And we have all this natural gas, all this, but instead people want to save the planet. Talk about the audacity that God couldn't take care of his own creation. Read Those of you that call yourself Christians and you want to save the planet, what are you saving it from? God? Why don't you read Revelations 21? Why why don't you see what God's going to do to this planet that you're wanting to save? He's going to melt it. That's what he says. He destroyed it one time with a flood, and then he's going to melt it. But uh, he's going to bring down the new Jerusalem. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to pick up oil production. Joe Biden could be a hero just by facing his own people who vote for him and say, I don't care what you say, we got to produce some oral. But he's so busy wanting to get reelected and wanting to create one-party rule that he doesn't care about this country. He doesn't care that we're gonna, people are going to starve to death and can't heat their house. He doesn't care that they don't have gas to go to work. All, but he's gonna, he's, all he cares about is green jobs and making AOC happy. That's not leadership. That's complacency. That's capitulation. And that neither one complacency or capitulation. They are not in the four plus one C's of leadership. The second C is communication. And whenever we talk about communication, we talk about two types: intrapersonal and interpersonal. Intrapersonal is the communication we have with ourselves, and interpersonal is the communication we have with others. Look at the Zelensky. Look how he communicates. And again, look at our president, who can't string two sentences together, who lies constantly, who makes up stories who uh, he's so busy dealing with corn pop, he thinks corn pop and Putin are the same person. They're not the same person. One's a real dictator who will slice your throat. The other one's a made-up character from his past. Clear vision. Clear vision. All these have clear vision, which is what we're lacking in the White House. Where are we now? Where are we going? What will it take to get there and how long? Biden doesn't have it. Putin doesn't have it. But you know who has it? Zelensky has it. Right? Zelensky has it. Absolutely, without a doubt. And you know who else has it? Klitschko. And every other person in Ukraine. I think leadership and heroism to see these government officials not like ours. Could you imagine if we were under attack? You would have all these Democrats, Chuck Schubert, Nancy Pelosi. They'd all be running and hiding in their uh, million-dollar condos and their $5,000 freezers with their $400 a cup ice cream, right? That's what we show. Clear vision. Where are we now? Where are we going? What will it take to get there and how long? Consensus. Consensus is a method of gaining agreement in groups, problem solving, decision making, by which everyone discusses the issues and reaches a decision that all can support. We don't have that in America anymore. It's blue against red. It's Biden against everybody else. Uh, It's uh, anti-Trumpers against, you know, it's silly. And once you have those four in place, it's called the fifth C is consistency. Lock it up. Now, there's a great book called The Hero Code by Admiral William McRaven. I've uh, talked about it before. And I really like Admiral uh, McRaven's list. Courage, humility, sacrifice, integrity, compassion, perseverance, duty, hope, humor, forgiveness. Those 10 he calls the hero code. And man, courage, humility, sacrifice, integrity. Just stop right there. Just those first four, and then you throw in perseverance, duty, man, honor, hope, forgiveness. Wow. Stunning. You got to go to a foreign country to see that because you can't see in our government, right? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to step up. First, we become leaders, and then those leaders become heroes, But I want you to know, we all have a hero in us. And I want to share with you in closing this article. It's a great article. I got it from Median.com. The guy who wrote it just, uh, I think he wrote a stellar article. And it starts off like this. He said, in the early 1960s, the team of a Manhattan comic book company was on a roll. They had just created a slew of characters that quickly became popular among fans. But when they wanted to create yet another hero, they got stuck. Quote, The thing with a superhero that you have to get is a unique superpower. Well, we already had someone who was the strongest guy in the world, somebody who could fly and so forth. So I was thinking, what's left? As they thought about what to do, one of the riders looked up and saw a fly crawling up the office wall. He thought to himself, wow, suppose a person had the power to stick to a wall like an insect. The name of that rider? Stanley, and then he created the best superhero Marvel ever made, and you know his name, Spider-Man. See, when you ask people who their favorite superhero is, most of them will tell you it's Batman or Superman or maybe even Wonder Woman. But when it comes to holding a place in our hearts, there's an undisputed number one. No other character is printed on more t-shirts, embossed on more mugs, featured in more video games, or sells more Halloween costumes than him. When the cards are on the table, Spider-Man is the most popular hero of them all. This is amazing! We might be cu- yeah, we might be more curious to see the latest Superman blockbuster, but when we have to vote for who will stand for and where we're going to put our money... We're proud to side with the most public of ways. Spidey. Every time, but why? And it goes on to explain why. I like this. I think it's valuable. On the surface, it doesn't make much sense. For a teenager with the abilities of a spider to be the most beloved by fans. After all, he's just a kid and a nerdy one at that. This is why you got to hear this because some of you think that you can't be a hero. Some of you think that it's not in your genes. Some of you think it's not been disposed. Some of you think you have to do something else. I'm telling you right now, you're missing the point. For a supposed superhero, think about it. Spider-Man sure had the weirdest set of powers, right? Aren't our idols meant to be larger than life-inspiring figures we can look up to, right? But here, here's this guy dressed as a web-slinger, right? And with the exception of Captain America, right, mostly credited their abilities to supernatural causes, right? Most superheroes. Their backstories are full of meteor impacts and secret alien societies, planets far away. But, but when Spider-Man swung along, he did something no magic savior that came before him ever could. He brought the realm of superheroes down to Earth, when you examine the origins of Spider-Man, it's easy to wonder about the reasoning behind the creator's choice. Why would they make him a teenager, right? While I don't think Marvel made all these decisions on purpose, they happened to come together in a fascinating way. Everything that initially made Spider-Man a weaker hero also made him a stronger human being. Think about that. He didn't have the billion-dollar empire. He's not a mortal or bulletproof alien or born a genetic freak. Peter Parker's parents died when he was very young. But that aside, he, he's a normal kid from a normal family. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm going to tell you. This is not about genetics. This is not about where God puts you in the rat race of life. This is about trust and commitment. Can someone look at you and trust you? And when you tell somebody something, do they know you're committed? If you can just start with that dynamic duo of trust and commitment, I promise you, to somebody, to many people, you will be remembered as a great superhero. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. You
2: put him in a straitjacket and give him an enema. Wait! Give him an enema first, then put him in a straitjacket.
4: Your home may be making you sick. This is Sheila Hittner from Our Healthy Homes. In 23 years of selling real estate, I've seen a lot of sick homes filled with toxic chemicals on the floor, the countertops, and yes, in the air. Tune in to Our Healthy Homes Saturdays at 10 a.m. We'll help you replace the poisons with natural safe products that work wonderfully and are less expensive.
0: Our Healthy Homes with Keith and Sheila Hitner Saturday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at salempodcastnetwork.com. Ringing Liberty and